Uh, first of all, I think that we are too negative about ourselves. Mm -hmm. uh, we are, I think, the only sports to be 50-50 gender. Yes. We have one of the only sports to be f doping free. Mm -hmm. uh, we have no scandal about doping, uh, nearly no scandal about betting. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, almost. <laughs> almost. But <laughs> In the <laughs> end, was there joke. was no it scandal was as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but th th there is nearly no scandal at all in, yeah. in hockey. Maybe we need that. That's another question. Yeah. <laughs> but I prefer like this, of course, yeah. uh, without any scandal. But we have many qualities, but we are always looking at other sports saying, yeah, they are better than us. Okay, maybe, but maybe not. The Euro Hockey Daily podcast is brought to you by XPS. Plan, prepare, perform, and win with XPS by SidelineSports.com, the essential software platform for hockey coaches all over the world. Not just for coaches here at the European Championship, but for all ambitious coaches eager to improve every day. A must-have tool for clubs who want to track the development of their homegrown talents. For more info, check out xps.promo hockey. Welcome to the Euro Hockey Daily. So we are uh, on the eve of the European Championships uh, starting uh, tomorrow with, uh, with a great opening game of Belgium against Spain. And we are here in the, in the lobby of the hotel nearby where almost in an hour's time I think uh, we will be uh, welcoming all of the participating teams. Mm -hmm. There will be a welcome reception and uh, the host for that reception and the host for this uh, tournament Indeed. is my guest, Marc Coudron, president of the Belgium Hockey Federation. Mm -hmm. Um, Mark, you are not only the president of the Belgian Hockey Federation since a little over a decade now, yeah, I think. It's huh? 2005, actually. Yeah, okay, yeah. so quite a long time years, already. Yeah? Years, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but you were also uh, uh, a player before that, mm -hmm. an international player with, uh, and, and before John John Doman took over your record, yeah. you were the record uh, keeper of That's the Caps right. in Belgium. Um, but can you tell us about the rise of Belgium? which started more or less when you failed to qualify for the Athens Olympics mm -hmm. with 12 or 13 seconds on the clock. That must have been a, yeah. a, a very painful moment. That's, that was actually my last international game, yeah. that, uh, that game against um, South Africa. And indeed, it was um, yeah, a disaster for me and uh, for everyone uh, on the field. Uh, we were 2-1 against, 2-1 uh, for us against uh, for, uh, um, South, South Africa, Africa. and uh, at the end 14 seconds to go and it was 2-2 and then we had an opportunity to score in the extra times at that yeah. time it was still extra times and also in the uh, penalty strokes wow. we we had the chance to score and yeah. to win yeah. and uh, the keeper made a wonderful save and after that we missed they won uh, in the sudden day so yeah. sports yeah, that's sports but uh, it was uh, yeah, very painful uh, at that moment so actually yeah that was maybe uh, a s it's the one my of the triggers, I think. Eh? Yeah, maybe, but my my first reaction after the game was, of course, to be so disappointed. But I, I, I spoke to some players, like the, the next Generation. great players, uh, like uh, Reckinger, Max Lux, and so and, and the others. 
they were very sorry for me and I said guys you don't have to be sorry you will qualify in the future I wasn't uh, the, the president at that time but uh, I, I felt that because that was the best team ever which I, I play with so um, I, I was really sure that they had everything in hands to to qualify not to become world champion, of course, but to qualify and, uh, and to, to begin at a good level and in the top 10 of the world, top 8 of the world, and progressively maybe to, to reach the top. But yeah. at that time, it was just to qualify. Yeah. So, but then what changed that made Belgium rise to the top the way that it has the last 15 years? Um, actually, we, we were lucky for some, some points. Um, First of all, um, we received the support of the Olympic Committee thanks to uh, a European title of our under-16. I remember uh, with, well. <laughs> yeah, with a, a great player is now playing for Holland, Sander, Sander Bad, you know him very well, of course. Yeah. And uh, that was an incredible signal for, for the development of hockey because we received support of the Olympic Committee from the, the, the program Be Gold, mm -hmm. the next gen generation of uh, top athletes, not only hockey, but sports in general. Yeah. And uh, that was really important for, for the development of hockey. Yeah. Of course, we were also, when I began in 2005 as president, um, the financial situation was good. Mm -hmm. uh, there was no drama, there was no financial uh, collapse or something like this. So mm -hmm. I, I received a very sane situation of uh, hockey in Belgium. But of course, th the next points, the next steps, had to be uh, to be yeah. done, had to be done. So uh, I, I was also very lucky that uh, Bertwenting accepted to to come uh, in the in the situation and to uh, to follow. Is the Dutch coach who used to coach for Dragon yeah. in Braschaat, uh, an ex national team coach from Holland uh, before that even mm -hmm. of uh, women uh, the women yeah. team in uh, and you brought him in as a technical director for yeah. the federation. Yeah. I performance I performance manager, manager. Yeah. Di uh, technical director, and he was the man. He was the architect uh, actually uh, of all the development of hockey because. Like many Dutchmen, is really um, positive. He's very aggressive in the good way, yeah. and uh, he wanted, he wants always more. And uh, when we uh, achieved the, the qualification, for example, for Peking, actually he said, we said together, okay, that's done. Next step is London, and then okay, next step, and we 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 can reach the top with uh, with the very good generation of big old players like uh, uh, John those John John and, John and, and then and, and then after that yeah. uh, Van Nobel, uh, Gunnar and yes. uh, Denier and so and so on so we, we had at that time really good players in 2008 9 10 uh, but they were 17 16 18 or something like that and, yeah. and if we cocoon them if we cocoon them well uh -huh. we had they, they, they will, they, they would succeed, and they succeeded actually uh, in, in the, in, uh, in the, in the next years yeah. after that. Yeah. Uh, what, what is the contribution of the domestic league in, in, in this, for instance? Uh, uh, not only the domestic leagues, but also the clubs uh, in general. Um, yeah. It's, it wasn't possible to, to reach that top without the clubs uh -huh. and it wasn't possible for the clubs to, to reach that level without the national teams. It yes. was really a combination of good, uh, good balance between the interest of the clubs and the interest of uh, the, the national team. Um, I, I'm really sure that this combination was also a key of the success because it, wasn't, it was not the point to, to have 
the, the national teams, men and women, like an island mm -hmm. going far away from the continent of the clubs. Mm -hmm. But we had to build bri um, um, bridges, bridges sorry, uh, between the clubs and the national teams in order to, to keep the same evolution, the same development for the national teams and for the clubs. And with very good successes also with clubs like Dragons, a uh, few times uh, in final or finals, yeah. and of course now with Waterloo Ducks who won the, the last uh, EHL uh, final. So that's also a sane situation. It's yeah. not only the national teams but also the development of the clubs. It's not always easy of course to speak with everybody because there are different interests but in adults we can find solutions I think. Yes, absolutely. Um, how about the Red Panthers? Um, European hockey has always been a front-runner regarding gender balance. Mm -hmm. uh, so what is being done in women's hockey in Belgium that they also can reach the same level like uh, the men are doing uh, right now? Yeah, I'm totally sure that they will do. They will do like the, the Red uh, Lions. Um, I have to say that in my first speech as president in 2005, I said that women hockey will be the future of hockey. Mm -hmm. and. Uh, I saw many big eyes of people saying, oh, okay, he's so young, he's so naive. <laughs> and, uh, but um, I, I, I was sure and I'm still sure that that's the case, that's the situation. And now it's, it's nice to see the development of the Red Panthers because they were so far away. Actually, yes. in 2005, they were around the 25th, 20th uh, place in the world. And now they are... They were okay. fifths, yeah, and, and fifths in the in the OK Pro League, so yes. uh, FIH Pro League, so fifths, and they won twice against Australia, number two in the world, so they are really close to. Yes. Uh, they what, what do they need to make the next step? Oh, go on, go on, and uh, go on in the improvement of their the talents, and they are, it's a young team uh, in comparison with the, the Red Lions. Uh, there are lots of young, actually, it's very we can make a comparison with uh, the, the Red Lions six, seven years ago. It was also a very young team then with those Van Obel, uh, Gugnard, Denayer, yes. Bone, uh, um, um, John John Doman, uh, Van Asch and so on. Yeah. And, and I forgot the others, but uh, it was not the point, more. of course, there uh, are many more. But they were 22, 21, 23, and now they, they reached the top level because they are 28, 29 and so on. Mm -hmm. But the girls, the main part of the girls of the, the Red Panthers are between 17-18 with uh, Andre Balanguin for example and 23-24 and then we have some exper experienced yeah. uh, players uh, also in the, in, the, in the team but those players, those young players within three to four years they will reach their top and I'm sure that why not uh, being a world champion. Of course the, the difference with the Netherlands in, 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 in women is so high because ah. the, there is Netherlands and then the others. Not so, not, not like this because we saw that uh, England, for example, at the World, uh, the Olympics mm -hmm. won, but, uh, but mainly, no. most of the time, uh, the Netherlands with the women is above the, the others. But, well, we, we, it wasn't it was incredible to, to think that Belgium could be a world champion 10 years ago and it's now impossible to think maybe that uh, the Red Panthers could be uh, Olympic champion or world champion within five years or something like this no. but why not? No, absolutely. Why not? In, in a very uh, un-Belgian-like way uh, you've stated uh, last year even before the World Cup 
some uh, very ambitious and outspoken mm -hmm. goals for both the Red Panthers and the Red Lions, mm -hmm. uh, where you would say that uh, by 2024 they would have won it all. Yep. Where where does that ambition come from? And, and that's um, for me, it's a, a part of ambition and a part of realism because. We, we have in, we had and we still have in the team the best goalkeeper uh, twice uh, two best players yes. with Doman and, uh, and um, Van Doren uh, best coach uh, best rising player with uh, Van Doren and then uh, the Slover it's very nice to, to have those individual prizes but it, it was enough at mm -hmm. one moment okay yeah. It's good to, to, to get those individual prizes, but now the, 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 the time the is to, 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 to have the real prize and the uh, collective prizes, uh, like, they, they, they done, like, like they have done uh, with, uh, with the World Cup, of course. Yeah. Um, what would make this European Championship a success for you as, well, not only as a fan of the Red Lions and Red Panthers, obviously, uh, you want them to succeed and mm -hmm. then get to the finals and win, uh, but as a host of the tournament, uh. um, that it, uh, it 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 would be uh, a wonderful souvenir for the supporters, a wonderful feast, a wonderful event for everybody, for the the sponsors, for the the, the press, for the media, for the television, for the people watching television uh, because we, we are live uh, in in the French speaking part and uh, Dutch speaking part of, uh, of television in Belgium. Open channels. Open yeah. channels and that's very important also Absolutely. for the development and the, the audience of hockey in, in Belgium. Um, yeah, that of course we, we'll, we leave the, the results uh, on, on site but uh, for the rest it has to be a big party, a big party, a big event and everybody has to leave the stadium with a big smile saying wow what a big event, what a very nice atmosphere on the field, outside the field, with the supporters and, uh, and everybody. Mm -hmm. So that's my dream and I'm sure it will happen because it was a case in 2013. It was also a big event and uh, a very nice organization. Yeah, a big uh, party and a very nice organization there by the by Braxeta and the KBHB. So now we are working with, um, with uh, Sportizone and Golazzo and they are doing a wonderful job. I saw pictures of the stadium. Uh, I saw the, the stadium, of course, during the Pro League, but yeah. uh, now it's totally different. It's and, uh, double, uh, I it's heard. It's double, it's uh, if totally you talk covered. To the players, it's yeah, really yeah. impressive. Yeah, I think so. And uh, I'm sure it, it will be a very nice success uh, for everybody to just to be there and to, to feel that, asmo that atmosphere. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, what needs to change for hockey? to become a certain sport at the Olympics and, and to be in the spotlight every year all over the world. Mm -hmm. uh, because in February of next year, I believe, the sports will have to be chosen for the next Olympics in LA mm -hmm. 2028, mm -hmm. so not Paris. That's, yeah, yeah. that's an important moment for our sport. Mm -hmm. uh, so what, what do we need to make sure that we will still be there in LA and afterwards? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a very interesting and important question. You're you're right, um, but I have three, two or three answers. Uh, first of all, I think that we are too negative about ourselves. Mm -hmm. uh, we are, I think, the only sports to be 50-50 gender. Yes, we have one of the only sports to be f 
doping free. Mm -hmm. uh, we have no scandal about doping. Uh, nearly no scandal about betting. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah almost. <laughs> almost. <laughs> but <laughs> in the end, was there joke, was no scandal as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but th th there is nearly no scandal at all in, yeah. in hockey. Maybe we need that. That's another question. Yeah. <laughs> but I prefer like this, of course, yeah. uh, without any scandal. But we have many qualities, but we are always looking at other sports saying, yeah, they are better than us. Okay, maybe, but maybe not. And uh, I was looking at uh, different um, uh, competitions of uh, basketball, volleyball, and so on, and even tennis, and outside of big events, but for example, the European Cup uh, with the Belgian Cats, uh, there is nearly nobody in the stadium. Yes. And here, th th and that's not uh, a critic uh, against oh, uh, the Belgian Cats, but I, I speak about other sports, mm -hmm. and we are so critical about us to say, yeah, there is maybe less people watching hockey, uh, on the, but that's like this for other sports too. That's like this for other sports too, uh, outside of football, of course, but for the rest, there are many competitions without many spectators. And we have to, to be aware of that, mm -hmm. that hockey, okay, has qualities, maybe has to develop and has to, to think about the future. Um, for 28, I'm quite sure that we will be there mm -hmm. because it's in, in the US and the US play hockey. Yes, With but, but they're having troubles at the moment. Maybe, they maybe. Will probably, we just had the, the Pan Am Games are finished. Yeah. They did not qualify through the Pan Am Games mm -hmm. uh, where Argentina took both the men and the women's mm -hmm. spot. As usual, yeah, yeah. Uh, but we've seen okay. The, the men's hockey in, in, in the US is 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 difficult. Uh, mm -hmm, is a difficult right. event. Uh, the women's was pretty strong mm -hmm. last decade, but that's has right. been in a strong decline mm -hmm. uh, recently, uh, and will have a very difficult task to qualify for Tokyo. Maybe for Tokyo, but I'm sure. Remember in '96 in Atlanta, mm -hmm. that was also the decade of the US yeah. because they were, I think, third in the World Cup or fourth in the World Cup and they were also very good at the Olympics at home mm -hmm. and so I'm sure that the United States will put energy and money, and money. To, 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 to reach that level. Yeah. If, and of course not a critique about that, that, that country, but if it was in Turkey for example, of like in Brazil, yeah. uh, but even in Brazil there were many spectators, but um, it's, it's not, a hockey it's not a hockey country. Uh, if it's, uh, for example, uh, in Norway, uh, yeah. for example, uh, it's not really a hockey country. So yeah. that's that's critical, I think, for for the DMH. That's why I, I, I'm sure that it will be a success in uh, in Tokyo. It will be a success in uh, in Paris, and I'm sure it will be a success in Los Angeles too. Mm -hmm. I, I'm so optimistic. So, <laughs> what do you think that really is there something that needs to change to make it a certainty, or is it just? We have to believe in ourselves and, and not look at other sports so much. We, o we have to look at other sports, of course. We have learn. To, to learn yeah. and to improve always. Uh, I'm not so critical about uh, the OK Pro League, the FIH Pro League. Mm -hmm. uh, it was the first edition. Yes. But I think we go to the right direction because we have stadiums who are full, packed and loud. Uh, like in some uh, countries, some not. No, that's right. But, yeah. but before, there was, there was nobody, nobody to, to, to come and watch uh, Belgium against uh, Spain. Yeah. Uh, if, there, if it was not for uh, something important, there, there was maybe 500 people. No, yeah. there are three or, three or 4,000 people. Mm -hmm. So 
Okay, in some countries maybe there is a step to do, but no. um, with the Pro League, I, I, I'm sure I'm positive about the Pro League. I, I'm sure it will be something good for the future, but it has to be um, fine-tuned in the future, of course. Yeah. Well, absolutely. Okay, but first of all, we start today with yeah. the European Championships uh, in your in our own, uh, well, in my hometown, yeah, yeah. your home country. Yeah. Uh, Belgium, Spain tonight. What's it going to be? Um, I hope a big event. I hope, uh, of course, a victory for Belgium. I'm yeah. sure. Uh, but um, yeah, it's we, we don't. We have to focus on the first games for the Red Lions and the f f Red Panthers. We don't have to to, to focus on the semi-finals or finals. finals, or yeah. finals. Uh, we have to to play. It's maybe I I will say a little bit uh, um, easy to say, but. We really have to play game per game and to see after that where we are. Yeah. And we, if we are good focused, uh, well focused on that, I think we won't, uh, we won't have uh, any uh, any problem to qualify. But first, important game against uh, Spain. It's not easy to play against Spain uh, because they they were really good actually uh, at some occasion uh, in uh, Amstelveen two years ago. Of course, it was not uh, so Im uh, an important game for Belgium. They they were already qualified for the semi, but still it was 2-0 for Spain. And uh, in Valencia it was 2-2. Yes. And in Brussels it was a big score for Belgium. But well, it's never easy to, to, to play uh, against Spain, we know that, and uh, I'm sure that the players know that much more than me, yeah. and uh, they are very uh, conscious. Uh, but you're, you're convinced it will be a Belgian victory yeah, tonight? Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, okay. Yeah. okay. <laughs> Thanks very much, Mark. Let's uh, hear from uh, Mickey De Las, the captain of Spain, uh, what his thoughts are about the game for, uh, for tonight, and uh, thank you for uh, our talk, and uh, let's have uh, a great uh, championship yeah. here in Antwerp. Thank you. Thank you. pleasure. Bye-bye. So tonight we will see the first game of this Euro Hockey Championships between Belgium, world champion, and Spain, the comeback kings of the Pro League. We already heard from Belgian president Marc Caudron about his feelings, but we also talked to the captain of Spain, Mickey Delas. Mickey, can you tell me what are the team goals and your individual goals for this European Championship? The main goal from uh, the Spanish team in this European Cup is uh, qualify to to the semi-finals first because uh, we come from uh, a really tough tournament that we had uh, at the World Cup in, in India where we were uh, kicked out really early and we were completely devastated and uh, well, we changed, we changed a lot of things and we are looking forward to, to start and to get into semi-finals at least, and then uh, we will see. Uh, I think that we have a, a tight uh, group, but we will have our chances for sure. And uh, as an individual goal, uh, my only goal is to enjoy. I have been uh, in this, it will be my sixth uh, European Cup, and I'm really lucky to come back to Antwerp where I live for five years and for me it's uh, really a lot of uh, experience and, and things together so my main goal is enjoy playing hockey and here in Antwerp. So Mickey, what do you love about hockey and why? From uh, hockey is uh, 
first thing, uh, the opportunity that, that gives to us to, to play in a really amazing tournament, like I'm sure it could be this in, in Antwerp, uh, also to travel around the world. But for me, the main thing that makes me feel awake and uh, what makes me feel really uh, special is to compete, mm, compete uh, every single training, every single match, every single tournament to, to give our best. And uh, this is what makes me really, really, really happy. Of course, I couldn't agree more. But what, Mickey, would you change in hockey and why? I think what I would uh, change in hockey, I think it's, uh, it's uh, things like the Pro League, which is uh, really, really good in one side, but it's, uh, I think it's uh, asking and really demanding for the players. And sometimes uh, for us, it's difficult to shine on the important moments we because we spend a lot of time trainings and travelings and playing matches so for me i would like to, to do less competitions but with uh, more focus on on give our best and this is uh, difficult to to explain because uh, uh, all the crowds and all the ambient all, always wants to see a lot of matches but for a player sometimes it's tough to combine with national league um, with international player uh, games and, and also you want to be really good and informed like in terms like this in, in the European Cup. So at the end, um, it's uh, do less but uh, do it better. Thanks for listening. Join us again tomorrow for a new episode of the Euro Hockey Daily on your Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify or at studiohockey.com. Enjoy your hockey. Bye-bye. Yes, don't forget, tonight at half past nine local time in Belgium, the opening game for the Euro Hockey Championships, Belgium against Spain. It's going to be a spectacular game with a lot of goals. Don't miss out.